Good morning. My name is John. I'm the lead pastor at Grace Life, and I welcome you to another sermon summary as we go through the season of Advent. We've already seen that God came as mighty God, a baby as mighty God, in an era where other Roman emperors were demanding to be worshipped as God. And Jesus came as the Prince of Peace in in a culture that was looking for a king of war. And today we're going to take a look at the light of the world. Jesus came as the light of the world. He says that in John. He says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. He is the life that gives us light, right? So have you ever been afraid of the dark? You know, typically kids are afraid of the dark. Um, We're afraid of the dark because we don't know what might be there until we turn on a light and we see there's nothing there to be afraid of. But, but darkness can be pretty intimidating. Well, there's, a, there's actually a phobia of light. It's called photophobia. People, some people, Fortunately, not many, but they're afraid of light. Just the, the, the thought of light, the exposure to light. They go into uh, panic attacks. Their heart rate goes up. They sweat and they get so anxious. I, I feel so bad for these people because it's like, what do you do with that, right? So some people are afraid of the dark, but some people are afraid of the light. And I'm going to drill into this question. Are you afraid of spiritual light? Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. Now we know his light penetrates darkness. It exposes every sin, every motive that we have in, in, in our in our secret places. In fact, there are no secret sins. He knows them all, right? But that light can kind of freak us out, that, that, that it's exposed, but it's the same light that exposes our sin that points out and illuminates the kindness and the grace of God and salvation through Jesus. So um, here's a, a verse from Psalm 118. You probably heard about this. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And so our path, our way of life, when we have light on it, we don't stumble, we don't get lost, and and that's a good thing, right? So there's another verse that that says, Psalm 90, you have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. So again, the presence of God exposes all our sins. That can be uncomfortable until you realize it's the same light that illuminates the grace of God. That's what Jesus was getting at when he, he's explaining, he's reading in the synagogue in Nazareth in, in Luke 4. He says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me to proclaim good news to the poor. He set me to proclaim liberty to the captives, to restore sight to the blind. So there's our, our blind and dark, dark metaphor. So that Jesus is understanding that, that without spiritual sight, people are spiritually blind. And the Pharisees, unfortunately, were most of the problem with that. But everybody is born spiritually blind. So we grope around life looking for meaning and trying to figure it out. But without the light of the gospel that that regenerates our soul, we're we're walking in darkness. And so this is a concept that Paul works on quite a bit. And in Colossians, he says, See to it that no one takes you captive through empty philosophy, according to human tradition, according to the elemental principles of the world, and not according to Christ. Therefore, no one does act as your judge in regard to food or drink or festivals or new moons or Sabbaths. He says, these things are a shadow of what is to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Now, that's interesting because the shadow substance thing, uh, Plato, a Greek philosopher a long time ago, had this analogy of a cave where people are in this cave and they're chained to... um, to the wall and they can look ahead and all they see is the the wall of the cave. Behind them there's a fire that they don't know about and people are parading solid objects behind them and the fire casts a shadow of these objects on the cave wall. Well they spent their entire life chained here looking at these shadows and they think those things are real. 
and they debate about them, which one's going to come next and all this. Finally, a prisoner escapes and he turns and he sees the fire. He's like, what is that? It's so bright, it hurts my eyes, I can't understand it. And he, he then escapes, he goes outside the mouth of the cave and he looks at the sun and, and he's really confused. What is real? What is true? And he starts to understand that the shadows are there because the sun shines and there's an object that makes the shadows. For every solid, substantive object, there is a shadow. And he discovers that the shadows are not reality. They're an echo of reality. And so he goes back into the cave and he tries to tell his friends about his new understanding of reality that, hey, there's, there is more to life than you see. And they think he's crazy. They think, man, you've been out of the cave too long. You can't even see straight anymore. The shadows are real. Get out of here. And they want to kill him. All right. They're really frustrated with him. So the reason I say that is because we're born spiritually blind. We're looking at shadows in this world. Everybody is looking at shadows without Jesus and trying to make sense of it. Well, when we look to Jesus, the light, he illuminates our soul and he gives us spiritual birth, rebirth. And what happens then is we understand reality and we want to tell other people about it, right? So maybe you have some friends or family that are still chained and shackled and looking at the cave wall and all they see is shadows. And you tell them about reality outside the cave, that the sun, the son of God brings light and life and he brings forgiveness. And they're like, man, you've been out of the cave too long. Shadows are real. Get out of here with that crazy talk. I just, I just want to encourage you. Jesus faced that all the time. He was patient with those that didn't believe or understand, spiritually blind. He took his time. And so with our friends and family that are still shackled, looking at the shadow walls, let's just lovingly be kind and, and treat them as Jesus treated those around him with, with grace and patience. And, and I know that'll be good. So the same light that exposes our sin also illuminates the grace of God. And that's the good news of Advent. All right, thanks for tuning in.